Hello, welcome to Podcast versus Player, episode 152. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who was asked in an interview if he could perform under pressure. He said, I'm not too sure, but I'll have a go at Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not bad. It's only bloody Dan. <laughs> oh, Queen. Can you do a Bohemian Rhapsody? Um, which bit do you want? The beginning. Uh... Bear in mind... This will be on YouTube at some point. No, I don't know the words at all. <laughs> so don't do it in tune. <laughs> oh, that uh, yeah, there wouldn't be a question of that. This is the real life. Yeah, I know the song. I was I was just trying to get out of singing it. Ah, <laughs> I'll go pretend that was you. <laughs> do you think if we talk, <laughs> no escape from reality. Your eyes. Sorry, I'm just getting a bit carried away there. You can't talk about Queen get, and then... I was getting ready to jump in. Oh, sorry, man. I've blown it all. I was going to say, though, if we did it in between sentences, would it pick it up still? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's fine, though. Anyway, anyway. Um, that was beautiful. Thanks, Thank man. you for that. You're more than welcome. I really enjoy it. I'm going to make that my ringtone. Please don't. <laughs> you've, got enough, you've got enough stupid noises and sounds and things that I've said as ringtones. Like I d- this is also true. Yeah, you don't need any more, I don't think. Well, this amazing podcast is brought to you by the Sudotac ST810 Cardioid Condenser Microphone. And with PvP, you can get 10% off the full ST810 kit. Just follow the link in the description. If you're so interested, you can go to the website and see the review that we've done on the said microphone. Thank you to Sudotac for providing us with the microphone. It's very nice. I'm not going to ruin any more. If you want to find out more, read the, read the review. Look up to the sky <laughs> and see a great microphone. <laughs> we are going to perform every single one of Queen's greatest hits. I using would the, love uh, that. SK Can we have 10. a special Queen-centric podcast, please? I would love. Yes, that. I love Queen. Yes, but you've got to grow a mustache. I don't think I could if I tried. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not the hairiest of boys. Well. That's another T-shirt. <laughs> I'm not the hairiest of boys. I'd rather it wasn't. I'm genuinely going to make a note of that and make no, a please T-shirt don't. of it. <laughs> it can join the Roof Rack Boy T-shirt. <laughs> Speaking of T-shirts, though, um, you can check out some of the merchandise that we have about weird, stupid sayings if you've listened to the podcast and such. Um, there's some funny there's some funny T-shirts that Cal's made on there. There's also some non-PVP-related uh, t-shirts and posters and mugs and whatever you might want to slap a certain image on so you can go and check out the brand new website at www.podcastversusplayer.com or .co.uk and all the deets are on there it is and it looks good and we're not lying this time it's really <laughs> it's really a thing yeah and it's <laughs> like for the last like six months or so we've been like oh you know the website should be up relatively soon it now actually is so it's mm. no longer a false promise, Callum. So excellent work. This is all Callum's hard work and effort. So massive, big, sloppy dongle props to you, mate. Because Thank you, but I, I don't want to leave you out. I mean, the the annoying times where it's like, that right, you need to look at this, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, I want to do something else. <laughs> the creative director, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, no, because I don't, I don't know. I'm not creative. <laughs> That's literally your job. I'm pretty sure that's literally your job role listed on the website as it stands as like creative manager or something like that. <laughs> Probably. D- d- Whatever pays the bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, speaking of bills, Dan, somebody wants to get paid for something. Okay. Uh, William Shatner. Oh. Your friend. My good friend, William Shatner. Um, have you met Shatner, or was it just he was there, Picard and I, some others? I didn't meet him, though. Nah. Why is he Shatner and Patrick Stewart's Picard? He's not. What? No, I said, no, 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 no. It's nothing to do with Picard. Because um, I, I know you met Patrick Stewart. Yeah. But I said, did you did you meet Shatner, or was it just Patrick Stewart? Yeah, you said Picard, that, though. That so I was like, why, why are you calling William Shatner Shatner and not Kirk? And you're calling Patrick Stewart Picard, not Patrick Stewart. I don't know why I didn't call him Professor X, to be fair. <laughs> that seems the more logical route for me to go yeah, down. Yeah, for you it should be, yeah. Um, no, he, um, he was he was there. He was he, like he was just super busy to get to him. And I think he was like the most expensive to like have a, an autograph or a picture taken with. Um, That's all his income at the minute. Uh, no, no, he's still doing TV <laughs> shows and stuff, I think. Like what? Other than that shitty shit my dad says. Yeah, um, I think he's done some cameo stuff as well. But nah. there's... Um, Speaking of which, though, oh, he was in that film. Which film? The under under the hedge, over the hedge. Oh, well, voiceover work doesn't the animals. <laughs> uh, anyway, he still that, pays. Well, <laughs> yeah, I imagine it pays quite a lot, to be honest. But then, you know, to even it out, Patrick Stewart did also do the poo in the emergency uh, emergency <laughs> in the emergency movie. Yeah, in the in the emergency that movie. Diagra. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, news. The veteran Star Trek actor revealed that someone pointed a quote out to him where Quentin Tarantino expressed his love for William Shatner and now he's keen to let the Maverick filmmaker know that the feeling is mutual. Quote, Quentin Tarantino said something in the paper that somebody said to me that he loved me. And Quentin, I love you. If you're going to do Star Trek 50 years later, a few pounds heavier, come on, not a problem. (laughs) Um, the actor then responded to a further question, evidently asking for his stance on joining the proposed Tarantino-led Star Trek project, adding, I'd love to do it. Whether I'd be up for it, I don't know. He is 88, so... <laughs> I don't think he'd have a choice in it. Uh, I imagine... It, it's not exactly going to be doing super he- like really hardcore stunts or anything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's not exactly what Tarantino films are known for. Like, nah. to, to me, they're more talking it, it's like it's fantastic dialogue like yeah a lot of his films other than you know there are some great action set pieces in pretty much all of his films and um, obviously Kill Bill's kind of the exclusion to that I guess because it's mainly action rather than just people talking but there's still great scenes where it's just people sat in a room having a chat and that can be yeah, 20 the- minutes and it's just so well written it's it's the it's the cinematography of Kill Bill because even the action scenes aren't the more of a dance. Well, it's that it's like all, like it, everything's exaggerated in his films, aren't they? You know, they're yeah, always like yeah, huge yeah. squibs and you know. But you know, I mean, it's not to say that it's Tarantino. Him like I know that he does write and direct a lot of them, but yeah, he, he can't take full credit for everything that's going on. In these films, but once nah, upon it's just a, his name uh, splattered on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what will get people in to go and see a film. I will oh, go yeah, and see definitely. a film if he's had some involvement with it. You know, um, once upon a time in Hollywood is getting fantastic reviews, um, and if this Star Trek film does come to bear, I will be nervous about it, but I'll bloody go and see it, mate. It'll be different if it's because apparently it's supposed to be R-rated as well. Mm. And Star Trek and R-rated. Exactly. I'm not super okay with that 
because it's not it shouldn't be about violence for the sake of violence and to be fair the, his, his films don't really do violence for the sake of violence it's violence when necessary but incredibly over the top yeah so when it is violent it's it's very violent very violent <laughs> yeah for sure um I just don't know how that kind of violent level I mean to be fair maybe it's just maybe it's the language or the the theme rather than just like huge amounts of blood and gore and stuff that's getting it in R8 I guess um, so so it, it, it could go either way but it's still because it's still so early on I'm really not thinking that this is going to turn out to anything it's not going to be like Kill Bill in space it, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't know as to what his involvement will be in it and I'm how definitely that, on board for that though how that will end up being if it does sort of come to fruition but mm. if that was the case because I think I, I, I think I read somewhere that he said he was only ever going to make 10 films and that yeah. means that if he was only making 10 films that means that Star Trek would be the last film but on the exact same interview he does backtrack what he says what and says he's, he's not plan on yeah he's, he's essentially if I was to stick to the plan kind of thing well, then that means that he'd retire fairly early on and go, well, what the fuck am I going to do with the rest of my life now? Yeah, he like, doesn't strike me as someone that goes, like, kayaking and... <laughs> <laughs> no, he just sits in a room, cold and alone, just writing <laughs> scripts. That's what I imagine he does. Just dressed in a yellow tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm still looking forward to it. I don't think William Shatner's going to be involved in any way. Um, I very much doubt it. An R-rated Star Trek film with an 88-year-old William Shatner. Yeah, none of that makes any sense. But at, at the I same mean, no, time... No disrespect, though. He's not a great actor, anyway. He's like, not a great actor. To, yeah, cause like, if you compare him to Patrick Stewart... Oh, for sure. But garbage. They, they were also very different times when both of those shows were on. And I guess acting chops didn't really matter for much in the 60s when there was like two channels and yeah, you just yeah. put up with what you got you know there was no like scrabble for um, you, you know to, to kind of feel like no, probably not as much as there is now anyway but um, at the same time I also don't know as to whether this would even be set in a canonical timeline like would it just be a completely separate it's just a what if what if yeah. a Tarantino film happened to be in a Star Trek skin basically but yeah. it's not connected to anything it's not going to impact yeah, it's, it's anything. not like it's it's a follow-on from like jj's films or anything like that no just totally I'm very separate. much that. Um, I'd, I'd be okay if they said it was set in the mirror universe <laughs> don't know what that is well the mirror universe is basically a a different dimension um where instead of the Federation being, you know, supportive and compassionate and, you know, they're trying to... It's it's all everyone working cooperatively in, in order to, you know, for peace and diplomacy to reign. Um, humanity, instead of forming the Federation, were conquerors and they took over mm. basically everyone. Like, they, they were just in constant war, constant strife. Um, there was an emperor who would be assassinated every couple of years or so as soon as someone got the opportunity to or you know there's like everyone's got like their own appointed representative blah 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 blah, blah and then there's like someone in charge of that group of people so instead like a CEO <laughs> sure <laughs> but instead it's someone who's just like my army is gonna like we'll have a big bloody coup and we'll kill the emperor and then we'll take over and now I'm running the entire um Terran Empire, which is like all the planets that the Terrans have conquered. So, because they are based in 
like violence and everyone's really paranoid and everyone's backstabby and that kind of stuff working in that kind of a setting i think it might work better rather than the normal one where you know a really weird space fight or something that would take place over 15 minutes or so or however however it would work just doesn't really seem to sit too well like well it's in this mirror universe is starfleet bad then yeah so it's basically yeah. the it's a mirror image that's the the kind of the metaphor that they were going for with it that if instead of starfleet trying to be a you know an exploratory body that was trying to you know meet new people and you know say oh you know well we're we're from the federation and do you want to join maybe that sort of stuff it's just like we're better than you so think like racist xenophobic paranoid like they're everything they're just the worst like all of the alien races are <laughs> inferior because they're not human that would that seems like it would it like in agreement that that would lend itself better to an R-rated yeah I think so Star Trek film than like some sort of crossover like Starfleet versus the Terran Empire because mm. I mean basically every Star Trek show I think with the exception of Voyager maybe the next generation but I can't really remember they've had some interaction with the mirror universe because it was first done in the original Star Trek um, I think they've done it in the next generation but I can't remember when um, and in Deep Space Nine they've done it in <laughs> Enterprise they've done it in Discovery as well in the new TV show as well you know the mirror <laughs> universe has been a factor so it wouldn't be completely unknown to the you know people who at least have a passing knowledge of some of the shows maybe um, you know so you know get a, a Kirk and a anti-Kirk kind of fighting each other or something like that you know I think that would totally work but you couldn't cast William Shatner back in it you can't yeah. do it it's, it's <laughs> I can too see him, him maybe having like a cameo a like, cameo sure like a reporter a, or something yeah like a Starfleet taxi driver or something <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just just a yeah. passing, oh, you know, it's just like, oh, well, that's not how we did things in my day kind of thing. You yeah. know, just some throwaway line. That's fine. I don't want him in charge of a ship, though, like <laughs> shooting people or whatever. No, it, it's fine. Well, speaking of films, Dan, uh, Andy Serkis is reportedly under consideration to direct the new Venom. sequel to Venom. Yes, indeed. Now, has Andy Serkis directed any films Previously, um, he was. Dun, 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 he did the Mowgli Legend of the Jungle. Okay. Uh, the Netflix film. That one I didn't get around to seeing. Actually, I haven't seen it, so I couldn't tell you what it was. Um, but I, I, I haven't got any notes, and I can't think of off the top of my head any other films that he's directed. Sure. But. It can't have been that good of a film because Warner Brothers dropped it and then Netflix snapped it up. Um, well, I know that... It, I think it's also it's very close to the release of The Jungle Book as well, the um, sort of live-action CGI. it was a bit after, wasn't it? It was after, for sure, but it was. It just looked very similar. Like, mm. there were still photorealistic animals and it was still... Mowgli was still like a kid, you know. Obviously, nothing to do with each other. And I think that the... Legend of Mowgli was, I think it's based more on the book rather than obviously the, the Disney film was just sort of like as with many of these live action films, it's just sort of like a retelling of the previous cartoon story, musical you know. Oh, breathe. Sorry, he did breathe as well. 
with Andrew um, Garfield and Claire Foy. Andrew Garfield, Spider Man. No, I know who he is. Um, <laughs> I've never seen it. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. No, what it, it is. doesn't. Doesn't sound familiar. No. Uh, but th- that what I saw of Mowgli: Legend of the Jungle. It looked a lot more Tarzan than it the Jungle Book. It looked a bit more brutal than the Jungle Book may have been. Mm. Um, but I, I've been meaning to. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix now. I'll have to find it at some point and give it a yeah, watch. Have a look. Um, but yeah, um, a directorial debut. Maybe it's maybe it's like you know Venom Two. The first one was successful, but I think for the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. Tom Hardy was the reason it was for successful. Sure. Yeah, it, it was just a crowd puller. Yeah. Um, with a Venom 2, though, they may just be like, maybe people won't be tricked into coming back a second time if they went and saw it. And I was like, <laughs> well, it was all right, but it wasn't that good. I don't know if I'd see another one. So maybe mm. they can take a bit more of a risk with, you know, a, a kind of a, a big feature film. I, I don't know how big Breathe was, I guess, but, you know, Venom would be a, a mainstream film. Yeah. So they'd sort of just be like, it, it's not, it's okay if it all goes tits up. We'll probably end up selling it back to Disney at some point anyway. Um, so we'll just let him have a have a crack at it, I guess, because he may he may completely turn it around, maybe. Possibly. I mean, I mean, the first film made like eight hundred million, I think it was far too um, much, which is way more than I expected it to make. The, the The problem with Venom is it's not a shit film. It's fine. And I sat in and I enjoyed it. It was like, eh, glad I watched it. But it's a very, very, very bad Venom film. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We've said this a lot about a lot of different films, but if you could have swapped stuff out and just had it, the same film, but it's not Venom, I'd have been a bit more lenient on it. It's just an alien. Yeah. There's just an alien that took over a guy, maybe. You'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Because then it it doesn't matter that it doesn't quite line up to a previous story because there wouldn't be a previous story. Because symbiotes aren't exclusive to Marvel. No, no, not at all. So they could have got away with it. Obviously, it's not a crowd puller, but... Yeah, it would just make it, it a it mech could have been suit a lot better. Like a nanobot mech suit or mm. something. It could have been anything. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it was the best incarnation. It's, 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 well, I'll take that back. It's the best incarnation of Venom that's being shown in a film. Yeah, in live action... Movie. That's not to say that there's a lot of improvement that still needs to be. I think made. he looked fine. Yeah. Aesthetically, yeah. I like. I think they did a good job the, on the it. The size was fine. Um, the voice didn't like he was not, so jokey. Yeah, the voice was a bit blur. Um, it was fine when it was just like like we are Venom. Yeah, but I didn't need fine. him telling jokes like it. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you was, on that. But you know, no spider symbol, no zipping around. He can't. No. Well, the thing is though, he. Spider-Man doesn't exist, so he hasn't got Spider-Man's powers. But that's that's exactly the problem. Well, yeah, that was we said this from the fucking get-go. Yeah, if there's no Spider-Man, why would you have this film? It doesn't I mean, make they got around sense. it using like his like his tendrils to, to to zip across places as if they were webs. Yeah, but yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, but um, I, I, I'm. I mean, would you go and see Venom two at the cinema? Yes. Yeah. Depends what else is out. <laughs> um, let's say any one of the 58 films that Marvel have just announced in, after San Diego Comic-Con this year. I would probably go and watch it over Black Panther 2 if that was out at the same time. That's ridiculous. I probably would. Purely our principle. 
<laughs> because I've bad-mouthed it that many times that I feel like I have to not go. I still will, obviously. <laughs> but it's, I, I, I enjoyed Venom more. I think Venom was a more enjoyable just action romp, like a mindless popcorn, flo- uh, popcorn film yeah. than Black Panther was. I need to watch Black Panther again because I hate it. And I probably don't hate it as much as I think I do. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think you've I think you've you're one of these people who because everyone goes, This is great, you have to go, Well, I want to be different. A hipster. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, Oh well, that Breath of the Wild, that was actually one of the worst Zelda games ever. I because love Breath of the Wild. You just <laughs> How dare you use that as a joke. <laughs> but no, that's what I mean. It's universally praised. But it's yeah. the people who go Oh, I, th- I I don't get all this hype. I think it's ridiculous, and it doesn't deserve any of the praise that it's got. And people will go. I don't think it deserves all the praise that it's got. I don't. It's not. But it's not a bad film by any means. Mm. But there are way better Marvel films. Way better. But I don't think anyone's disputing that. Yeah, they are. It's the it's it it's voted it's voted the number one MCU film. On what on what grounds? By who? But a lot of there's. A, I'm not even joking. I'm not going to pull any up now but we will discuss it at a later date right um it's made up until no i still think even after endgame it's the highest rated on rotten tomatoes over every other marvel film and um in a lot of like like forbes and ign and whatnot it's ridiculous it's topped objectively it's not as good as some of the others that's what i don't like because it's not it's nowhere near as good. Nowhere near. Yeah. There's way better ones. Even some of the bad ones are a lot better than Black Panther. It's fi- it's fine as a film. Um, I think I, I think I honestly enjoyed Aquaman more as a film. Ch- definitely Shazam. I think Shazam's better than Black Panther. Um, Shazam, I'd probably agree with Aquaman. No, I don't think Aquaman's not a better film, but I enjoyed it more. If that makes sense. I th- did, did you not have a good time at the cinema? Maybe because, like, I know that if I go to a cinema to watch something and it's a bag of shit because I'm distracted constantly because people are talking or they're messing about on their phones or whatever, um, that will tarnish the film until I see it outside of it and go, "Oh man, now oh. that I've actually got some time to sit and think about it and watch it without forty people talking around me, it's actually it wasn't not that too bad." bad. I think a lot of it was because I, I think it was like a week, two weeks after it came out when I finally got around to going to see it, and there was right. that much hype and like, oh, it's amazing, it's groundbreaking, and this and the other. It's like it's not. It's a garbage origin film that we didn't need because we've already fucking introduced him in Civil War. Um, yeah, I don't think it was, and, an it, origin and it was story. a trope. Not, no, 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 but it 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 falls in the same category. It's the first solo film. And like Captain Marvel's a, another prime example of it. Oh, Captain Marvel is an origin story. No, but I mean it's it's a very safe film. It's there's the beginning. Actually, oh, how are they going to overcome the villain over oh, the weekend? Um, I like I like Captain Marvel. I really like, I, I'd say I prefer Captain Marvel to Black Panther, but I wouldn't say that Black Panther's a bad film. It's not. No, but it's not a bad film. And it's definitely like way further up the list than like Iron Man three and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I don't I don't understand how it's so well how it's so popular 
and it's like oh, Killmonger's like such a good villain and blah 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 but it's the same trope of here's a hero here's a villain they're exactly the fucking same well it's just they're the opposite of whatever yeah but then another like Ant-Man does it and everyone's like oh there's no originality whatsoever <laughs> well it's because <laughs> no one cared about the fucking yellow jacket Ant-Man, and that. Ant-Man was better than Black Panther Ant-Man won um, I, I did like but the thing is though Ant-Man wasn't taking itself too seriously no, it it didn't at all, and I think that worked in its favour. Yeah, but I for sure. think it's I think it's one of the most underrated MCU films. Um, and it's different because it's more of a heist film than it is a superhero film. Yeah, well, I'm sure that will be rectified as soon as the Black Widow film comes out, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> which will just dominate um, it. It's let's say Black Panther's fine, but there's there is way better, way better Marvel films. And a couple of DC films. Well, one. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's definitely better. Uh, Except the last bit. The thing is, though, I don't really like the first bit either. I don't mind I the first bit. I was thinking about this the other day, right? Because it's on Amazon Prime at the moment. So I was like, oh, Wonder Woman. Oh, fucking hell, brilliant. I'll have a, I'll have a watch that with my dinner. And then I was just thinking, actually, no, I want to pay attention to it. So I'm not going to do it while I'm eating because I won't be looking at the screen. I'll be looking at a plate. And then I thought, well, it wouldn't actually matter that much because by the time I finished... I'll get past all that Themyscira stuff the that's starting to wind me up a bit because it's just sort of like, they're just, <laughs> all right, yeah, you're just training, all right, whatever. And then skip past all the childhood stuff and then finally it's when we actually start dealing with Diana. That's yeah. when the film really kicks up and it's just amazing until we get to the end and it's just like a big CG slap fight for a bit. Um, I say, Like all the I stuff think... in the war is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, by far. Best parts of the films. Yeah filmed sorry but I think with Wonder Woman and I think Black Panther's the same kind of thing if we hadn't had Man of Steel Batman v Superman and then um, Wonder Woman I don't think it would have been as well received it was just because of how bad the previous films was <laughs> and then Wonder Woman's so brilliant comparison, yeah yeah it's, it's it's the first proper female superhero blockbuster uh, I think Catwoman film. would disagree with you I don't even think Halle Berry would disagree no <laughs> um, but it was, the, it was the first female led yeah for sure um, big super blockbuster action superhero film yeah and then Black Panther was the first um, like black lead character, uh, I think Blades would disagree with you. I think it, uh, Wesley Snipes would disagree. Of course but, he would. He'd be like, Blade, no, no black film is better than Blade. <laughs> uh, I'll not, say that once. No, I disagree. I prefer Blade and Blade Two over. Absolutely oh. not Blade Two. Absolutely not. Blade Two's great. I, I will semi give you Blade One, but Blade Two. And by association, Wesley Snipes in general <laughs> is garbage. <laughs> well, he, he, you know, he went on and did the bloody What We Do in the Shadows. Um, That's yeah. the first thing he's been in since Blade 3. No, he hasn't. He's done like, <laughs> um, he was in some... Uh, Straight to DVD thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what it's called. That's some casino thing or some heist thing or whatever it was. But Been in a lot of shit stuff. <laughs> I think he was in the last Incredible Incredibles. Um, yeah. The Expendables. Probably. I think he Do you was, reckon yeah. they like they contacted um, 
all the people to like be the vampires for that that scene in what we do in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get on a plane, I'll fly from LA. They're like, no, 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 you, you just do it over Skype. Yeah, so like, no, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I've, I'm, li- I've literally got a bag packed ready. He's like, no, 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 just stay where you. <laughs> See, do you know what I actually found out the other day um, on uh, a Mr. Sunday Movies excellent channel, by the way. Um, please mm. do check it out if you get the chance. Um, that on it was in, I think it was like Blade Two or Blade Three, maybe. I think it was three. Um, Wesley Snipes was lying on a table. Um, and then he had to do like there was just like a, a camera like over him, and then he just had to like open his eyes and jump up, whatever it was. And he refused to wake up, like he refused <laughs> to open his eyes, and they had to CGI his eyes opening. Why? Because he wouldn't. He refused to do it. Why? <laughs> because he's a prick. I don't well, know. Yeah. Well, yeah, because in, in I mean we've discussed it before, but in uh, Blade Trinity. I was watching a, an interview. He's got us and Pat and Walt and um, a couple of other people that was in. I think Ryan Reynolds in a couple of things. Um, and they're talking about working with Wesley Snipes. And in every scene that isn't a close-up of Wesley Snipes' face, it's his stunt double because he refused to be in a scene with any of the other people. So all the times they're talking and it's the back of his head, that's his stunt double. What a bell end! And he refused to call... He wouldn't call Ryan Reynolds Ryan. He'd call him Cracker. <laughs> that's all. That's the only way he'd speak to him. And they all said like they'd never work with him again. Yeah, I was like, I can see why. <laughs> so CGIing his eyes open because he refused to wake up. Well, no, it wasn't like he was asleep. He just refused to open his eyes. Um, but I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, I could understand if it was like, right, we're going to Why would you to- be an actor and then refuse to act along the people? Like, yeah. Uh, facing people. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not the boss of me. <laughs> yeah, what, just what a weirdo. And then I wonder why they passed over him for the new Blade. <laughs> uh, he's probably just a bit, a bit too old now, maybe. But, no, he's, um, well, he, he rallied for it, didn't he? Yeah, and I bet I, no one was following him down that fucking road. Well, he tweeted out, um, I guess, I'm sure we've mentioned this before on the podcast, but he he tweeted out ages ago um, that he did, he'd had meetings with Marvel. Um, oh yeah, and they were about just like joining the MCU. They were just like, yeah, no, no. Well, they they, they literally the day after the he'd put the tweets out or on Facebook, whatever it was. Um, literally the day after they revealed the new Blade in the comics, which was a woman. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, if they're going to do a new Blade film, it's probably going to be a woman. Yeah. And it turned out it wasn't. <laughs> and they've got, um, <laughs> got you, Wesley. <laughs> they've got Cottonmouth to do instead. Yeah. Good choice, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite Excellent looking forward choice. to it. But it's going to be a TV series, I think, isn't it? Um, um, I think it's still a film. Really? But it's not connected to the rest of the MCU. Uh, that way they can get away with the excessive amounts of violence and vampires. Because <laughs> like, I imagine... Like, you bloody... In, interview with New York interview with New York fucking hell um, with New York. <laughs> attack on New York from the bloody aliens and yeah. then it just like there's like a thing smashing through the buildings or whatever and then he just cuts to like an alleyway it was just someone just like chowing down on some dude <laughs> it was like oh yeah yeah they were here all along as well but you know they're vampires and like the night and such and no one no one does anything in these films at night apparently so you could very easily overlook a bunch of vampires knocking about oh yeah it's, I, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be a good blade, but um, I'm more interested in a lot of the. Uh, I think I'm more interested in the TV shows than the movies this phase. Well, what have we got? So we've got Wonder Vision, 
Um, we've Loki. got Loki. Yep, Loki. Hate the logo for that. Though. It looks terrible. Falcon. Yeah, it looks shite. Um, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier. And the What If cartoon series. Yeah. Um, that actually I'm okay with. Mm. Like, just do a bunch of crazy shit that people know isn't associated with anything else and just do a bunch of things that people have been asking for, maybe. Um, and then we've got the uh, Blade. Thing. The, 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 I can't help but feel there's another one as well. Um, Hawkeye. That's a film. TV show. It's not, is it? I'm sure it's a TV show. I'm going to double check. Well, we say TV show. It's It wouldn't even be a TV show. It's a... a basically, yeah, it's a series. It's a big budget show that um, Disney and Marvel are funding mm. exclusively for the Disney Plus um, platform. But it's basically got the same budget and crew and dedication and people working behind it that have worked on the films so it, it might only be six episodes and then that's it but those will be a fucking quality six yeah, it's going to be like six hours worth of thing though isn't it yeah but it's, it's not so. just going to be like Falcon just always talking to people and sat down he's going to be flying about he's oh, going to yeah. be shooting shit you know maybe uh, bloody Scarlet Witch will pop up in it you know Robert Downey Jr. is going to be there as well maybe you know it, it literally could be anything and th- it looks like all of the sort of the Marvel cast of actors it seems like mm. they're all just like yeah we'll do it sure man well your buddy is in uh, the Winter so- Falcon and Winter Soldier show oh well uh, William Shatner no. <laughs> Mr. Zemo oh Daniel Brühl mm. what's he my buddy you liked him. I did like him. You know, I don't mean like going out for a beer and <laughs> watching a game, buddies. No, I still see him. I still like. see him as um, the fella from Inglorious Bastards, rather yeah. than that's another good film. Yeah, that is a cracking um, film. But he he teased a photo on Twitter and Instagram oh, of him yeah. in the actual mask with the purple headpiece. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I'm okay with. If you want to, like, if you just want to use these to flesh these characters out a bit more, or have a crazy bad guy that they've you know they've had in the comics before or something like that yeah go for it I, I whatever they put out at the moment and this whole phase four slate that they've got looks outstanding like there isn't a, a thing on there that was sort of like eh. I'm looking forward to uh, Doctor Strange 2 I, I think the only film like the only film that I'm really looking forward to is Black Widow shocking and I'll get. And I'll tell you what. There's one specific reason why, and I'll let you guess it. Russians. <laughs> no. Uh. Murder. What? Because like, it's gonna. It's. It's like before she's an Avenger, isn't it? Yeah. So it's gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of murder involved. Well, yeah, more than likely, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Scarlett Johansson. No, Taskmaster. Oh yeah, Taskmaster's the villain. Yeah, yeah. Like I wanted, to, I know that David Arbour isn't going to be Taskmaster, but the fact that he's in it as well is exciting enough. Um, but I just want to see a villain as weird as Taskmaster show up in something like that. I think that's amazing. What a, I hope it's such a good choice. I hope it's better than the Taskmaster in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Well, that was more of a... I was gutted when I finally came up against Taskmaster in that. I was just like, is that it? 
<laughs> literally one of the most interesting bad guys and you've just blown over him like that for fuck's sake it's like, there's some, I've uh, put some drones flying around the city you've got to find them all oh, oh you found them all oh well Taskmaster what a task that you set me <laughs> Taskmaster it's, I mean it's not as bad as the Riddler in Arkham's, oh, uh, Arkham Knight yeah like oh fuck I race my races why I don't I'm want Batman. to. Ra- I don't want to use the Batmobile. <laughs> no, you do want to use the Batmobile, just not. Finish. No, I do. I don't want to use that Batmobile. I want to. I want to just call in the Batmobile, drive around, blow some cars up, do some shit, jump out, and then if I need it again, I'll get it. I don't want to fucking do a race. Yeah, well, those are all their side quest things, so they don't. You don't have to do those. A lot of them you do. No. Some of them will start like woven in because it was like learning the mechanics of the Batmobile well I think the only ones that were is because it was uh, Catwoman was kidnapped by him so you've just got to do it just to and then she gets kidnapped and you're like oh well you've got to finish the rest of my races otherwise I'm going to kill Catwoman and you're like alright see you in a bit I'm off to stop real bad guys see you in a bit <laughs> I don't care if you're going to kill my sometimes lover sometimes enemy sometimes friend <laughs> yeah um, but um, yeah no um, I, I'm really looking forward to the Black Widow one mm. I think the Doctor Strange one will be fine but I think again like the first one it's probably going to be more of a visual thing rather than because it obviously doesn't need to be an origin story now so I'm hoping it's more yeah, dimensional yeah. so they're just fucking about oh, definitely gonna be. the weirdest dimensions that they could possibly think up um, I, I'm hoping that maybe they'll go into a dimension that's the real world mm. imagine that they end up in a, a dimension where they are fictional characters <laughs> that would be insane possible. <laughs> um, it's definitely a thing that could happen yeah, um, but yeah, I mean the the rest of the slated films are absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be a good few years, I think, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not as excited as I have been with some of the last phases, but well, I think it's because for a lot of these, they don't really need to go anywhere too quickly. Like the Eternals is going to be the biggest one, I think. This this seems like the first filler phase. Yeah, because... And I mean that in the nicest possible way. Yeah, I mean, not, it's not to say that there's going to be anything wrong with them, per se. No. Um, it's just that they won't have, or at least as we've seen so far, they won't have an actual A to B objective yeah. by the end of yeah. it. But I'm, I'm just hoping that it's just mainly it's just sort of these characters interacting, rather than just, oh no, a new deadly threat or whatever. Yeah. Like, just keep Nick Fury in space and it's find, the, dad. find the Eternals <laughs> and you know start building up for a threat that they may have like I mean still I mean Thanos was a universe wide threat but yeah I mean Galactus is the only one that would get me like excited for a new okay I'll strap in for another 10 films to build up to yeah. Galactus I'd be okay with that if well they can ju- sorry go on with with the Fox properties because obviously Fox had Galactus but yeah, yeah. they they traded Negasonic with Disney for Galactus before the merger had even happened. So out of all the X-Fox properties they've got, Galactus is one of the few that they can just throw in whenever they want. Yeah, I think they just need to maybe get past the whole, there's another space thing that's going to kill everyone. Yeah. But it feels like maybe more of a personal thing, rather because if it's just like, oh no, there's this thing called Galactus that's eating planets on the other side of the galaxy, and people go, so, well, I best fly over there. And <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, it, look, it would take years for us to get there, and he'd already be gone by that point anyway. So leave it be. Whereas Thanos was like, okay, regardless of I'm who it to you, you are, where you are, he will kill half of everything, 
it's kind yeah. of an urgent thing that we get to him pretty quickly. It's not just that though; they they're, they're bringing in a lot more like super overpowered heroes. Yeah, and I think that they need a real big big threat mm. to like you know something that's just going to wipe out everything in the universe, not just half of it, like literally black hole that will just absorb everything, or like the our dimension will be folded in on itself or something like that, you know. Or Vinnie Jones's juggernaut. Uh, yeah, maybe he'll make a reappearance. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch just running through portals and then it's just like one of them takes them through like an X-Men, like through the X-Mansion and then yeah, they pop out the Brian inside. Stinger's X-Men universe. Brian Stinger. <laughs> yeah, Brian Stinger, the guy who made the X-Men films. Brian Singer. Stinger's a uh, musician. No, that's Sting. No, there's a guy. There's, there's a his name's not Brian though, but his, his last name's Stinger. But he does um, like orchestral pieces, right? That's not who I meant. No, I assumed it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> but just like you know, running through a build, like it's like a split second, and just running through one portal to another one, like in like in Rick and Morty, you know, where they're just like yeah. hopping through dimensions, and it's just like some crazy thing that then you sort of like, what was that world? Like that, but they run through the expansion, or they run through, um, you know, it's like Deadpool, like having a bath or something like that. Yeah. You know, that just like I think you could just really, really, really fuck about with all the dimensions, mm. and that's how I'm going to be super excited for that one specifically. But who knows what it will be? I don't know. Could be anything. Anyway, on that note, Dan, I think we'll call it there. I think so. Um, if you'd like to see some more stuff, including more podcasts, spoiler casts. Uh, let's plays, game shows, animations there's a load of stuff you can go to the brand new website which is www.podcastvideosplay.com or.co.uk everything is on there um, if you just want to watch videos you can't be bothered to remember that you can get to YouTube which is youtube.com forward slash podcast versus player follow us on Twitter at podcast player and on Instagram at podcast versus player and if you want to send us an email if you want to have a chat to us you can send us an email at podcast versus player um at podcastfirstplay.com so <laughs> yeah alternatively um, you can leave a message on the wall which is now mm. on the website and feel free to ask a question make a recommendation if you've got any general comments fire away and we'll probably read them and listen to them at some point and that is exactly what I'm going to do because we've had one from uh, Tomo Tom uh, who said I listen to your podcast on the way to work good stuff not watched any video yet but I will lol <laughs> watch some fucking videos Tom Tomo Tom Tomo underscore Tom well considering he's the first person to comment on there I'd rather you didn't have a go at him so no, I'm, if I'm you are listening he did. to, uh, to I'm this sorry one, it took us two days to reply to be fair but. well maybe we just ex- we weren't expecting it quite so quickly no. to be honest but it's it's lovely to hear from you and mm. we hope you have a fantastic uh trip to work I guess I'm <laughs> assuming he's been and gone <laughs> oh yeah probably since then but for the next one if he's going to continue to watch so welcome and thanks thanks and if you listen if you listen to this podcast as we're reading your name out get in contact with us and we'll we'll just say cheers for listening I'm not going to send you nothing no that's fine <laughs> not yet <laughs> leave something but uh, no, but thank you anyway. Uh, thanks for checking it out. Um, if you got any suggestions or anything for the for the website, um, let us know on there. Yeah, yeah. Dan, you got anything? No, mate, I'm good. Right, let's get out of here, you cheeky rascal. See you in a bizzle. Right. In, in a bizzle. Dizzle. Directly after this.
Actually, no, we'll do that. Don't stop. You haven't stopped, have you? You bellend. Alright, never mind then. 